0: MLM Nation, episode 283.
1: If you continuously do this business in three to five years, and you're patient, and you're consistent, it will happen. If you want to be
0: successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chad
1: where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners.
0: ML Nation, do you want 2017 to be your best year ever? Then you must attend my training event. No BS, no hype. You can attend either the one in Los Angeles on January 27, 28, 29th, or the one in Australia on the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. These are three-day events that feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with the early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. allows us to be better parents a better spouse because you're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders for myself and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, MLM Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like MLM Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnationnet forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Jennifer McCune. Jennifer, are you ready to make it happen? I am
1: ready, Simon. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Jennifer McCune earned a Ph.D. in Spanish and decided to pursue academia before she realized that it turned reading from her passion into a job. She eventually switched and got a job working for the Department of Defense and had three kids before she counter network marketing. When Jennifer first discovered MLM, she was hesitant at first because... but. She decided to join because, hey, it could be a great learning experience, and it turned out to be a great decision because a year later, she was laid off from her job, but fortunately by that time, she had built a solid MLM business already. Today, Jennifer is an MLM leader, a six-figure earner, and loves the fact that network marketing allows people to give back in ways that it couldn't before. So Jennifer, I give an MLM nation just a brief background, but please share more about what your past and how you came across network marketing.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Simon. What a great introduction. I appreciate it. So when I found my current business in network marketing, I was really loving what I was doing. But I was working full time. I was going to school at night. I was trying to find a way to get ahead. Financially, and find time where I could be with my kids. And I learned about my current business, and I never thought of doing direct sales, never thought of MLMs. I didn't know the acronym, I didn't really know anything about the business except for traditional things that we think of from like the 50s and 60s. So my first thought was like, no, I don't know. And my second thought was, why not? Like you said, Simon, at the very least, I would get free entrepreneurial training. My background in academia, I love learning. So I decided to hop on board Figuring at the very least, I would get some great products and get some great training. At the very most, I would find the answer to my dreams, which was to be able to have some financial freedom for my future and be with my kids.
0: So how did it go when you first started, your first couple weeks?
1: Well, I thought I was going to die, but I didn't. (laughs) I realized that I had to pick up the phone and start sharing with people what I was doing. And I lost 10 pounds. I was really, really nervous about it. But I broke it down into pieces, just like when I was working on my dissertation. I said, listen, five people a day, Jennifer, that's all you got to do. And I would even pray, hope, whatever word you want to put in there that people wouldn't answer. (laughs) Because it was just so nerve wracking to say, yes, I have my PhD. And now I'm, I'm doing this business. And, you know, I didn't die. I learned a lot. I found a lot of people who are really supportive. And I started growing right away and earned my initial investment back, you know, my first month in business. So you lost five pounds. How did you lose five pounds? Just Well, I about- lost 10 pounds <laughs> because I was so nervous by picking up the phone. It just made me so anxiety ridden. It was so far out of my comfort zone, to do anything like this. It was really like most of us, just Mm -hmm. nothing I had ever done before or or nothing I had ever dreamed I would do before.
0: So how did you overcome the fear? Because I know that the fear, that phone can weigh a lot, right? It's a really heavy phone. How did you overcome that fear? It's really, you know, because you did pretty well. You were able to earn your money back in the first month. What did you do to overcome that?
1: You know, I really I broke it down into bite sized pieces. Uh, The person who introduced me to this business just said, you can't eat an elephant in one bite, one step at a time. And so that's what I did. I said, Listen, if I just break it down, and I talk to five people a day, that's, you know, 35 people in a week, which is, you know, over 100 people in a month, and you just keep on adding that down. But I didn't look at the big picture. I, I guess I put myself in like, uh, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous or some sort of program like that where you just take it day by day. I said, today, just focus on today. Reach out to five people to, uh, today and do it right away and move on. And And that really helped me a ton because it, it got easier and easier by doing that.
0: And just to talk a little bit about uh, how you got into the business again. You were sponsored on by a stranger on LinkedIn.
1: Absolutely. So this was a great story. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, I was, I was really very frustrated with my job with the lack of upward mobility, with the fact that they owned my time, told me when I could be with my kids, told me when I could go on vacation, told me how much I was going to earn the rest of my life. I was really frustrated that this was not, that my life was not my own, basically. It was my employers. So I was really open to ideas and I was on different uh, part of different groups and LinkedIn and somebody posted I'm looking to expand my business. Let me know if you're interested. And two days later I signed on, on our top kit package. And three days later I promoted right away. Um, never even had met this person until six months into the business. So Mm. I'm, I'm really grateful that she posted about it. So
0: can you walk us through the process? Because a lot of people are interested in that. So you saw something on LinkedIn. Someone wants to expand a business. So what, Mm -hmm. you reached out to her. and What was the communication like before? Did you send a video immediately or did she build a relationship first? Uh, What was the process like?
1: That's a great question. Um, so absolutely, she posted. So we were part of this group together. It was like a training and technology group or something related to my background, which was training using technology. And she posted in there, I'm looking to expand my business. Let me know if you're interested. And I posted, yes, I am. So she reached out and said, great, let's have a phone call. So we scheduled a phone call for later that day or the next day. <clears throat> had a phone call, an initial phone call to even see if I was interested, and I was. So then she sent an email with more information and having scheduled a time to to chat with her sponsor. So I looked at the email, had my questions ready, chatted with her sponsor, and the next day enrolled.
0: <clears throat> so she talked to you and had her sponsor come in. That's very important. In fact, she had a, yes. the expert come in.
1: Very Absolutely. Good stuff. Once she did the initial betting to see if I was even interested.
0: Right, right, right. So <laughs> you never met them. Do you, no. you? Never. Very, no. very cool. So um, let's move forward a little bit. In your, how many years of MLM experience has it been now? Five. So I
1: started May of 2012, the end of May. So a little over four, four, four and a half.
0: In your four years, what is your worst moment in network marketing?
1: <laughs> you know, that that is such a great question, too. And I think our worst moments are our defining moments. Are we going to what are we going to do with that? So I had you know, I had gotten six promotions in the first year in, in my business and I went on a year and a few months and I went on a fabulous trip that our company sponsored and met a lot of great people and and went to one of our conventions as that level and really enjoyed those perks. And and then I fell. And that was really, really hard for me. And I, we had another convention coming up, and I had not maintained that title. And some of my friends had far surpassed that, and some of my other friends had, had fallen. And some of my friends who had fallen said, if I don't get back to that level, I'm not going to go to convention. And... I went having fallen not maintaining those perks not maintaining the the lucky seating the, the not the lucky the earned seating the great training and it was really really hard for me but it was a very defining moment that I had to take a step back and look at why I had fallen and what my choices were and that really changed my business to have that introspection to really speak with other leaders to really see what I needed to do to not only to progress to that next level and maintain it, but ultimately to move to the top of our business.
0: So what did you have to do? What, What was missing at that point that was holding you back?
1: You know what was really missing, Simon, is, you know, we meet so many great people in network marketing, so many wonderful people that we never envisioned prior to having entered this business. But none of them are like us. And we work so hard to try and be like somebody else rather than authentically finding our own voice. And each of us has a unique thing to bring to this business. For me, There aren't that many people who've been in academia and then make the transition to direct sales. Pick your thing, whatever it is. There's something unique about you. And I was trying so hard to be what everybody else was that my mentors who are wonderful, wonderful people, but they're not me. I'm uniquely me. And so really finding my own voice and recognizing that for me, ultimately, the foundation of what I believe in in life is education and people educating themselves and learning to see what's going to fit best for them. And when I found that voice and was able to weave that into my stories and my my calls with, with other people on my team and other interested people, that completely changed everything for me about why I'm doing this and for people being attra- the types of people who are attracted to my team.
0: Mm. Um, you have three kids. How did you balance time? I mean, you had a job. And three kids, and still be able to build a solid business. So, like, when you did get eventually, you got laid off, you had a good income to come to. Can you share some time management
1: tips? Absolutely. So one of the things that I did is I would listen to a training call on the way to work. If it was a time when I could not be doing income producing activity, it was too early to be making calls to anybody, I would listen to a training call. I took back my lunch hour, I've been working for my boss through my lunch hour through my breaks, and I took that back, and I would make calls. And I what I would do is on Sunday, I would lay out all the people I was going to call that week. So not only during my lunch hour. But if I was running an errand, or if I had 10 minutes, I had the list right in front of me so that I didn't waste time thinking, Oh, gosh, who should I call now? Who should I message now? I had it all laid out for the week. And night times after the kids were in bed. I, I mean, I just I didn't watch TV anymore. I didn't read for fun anymore. Those first few years, it was all about being with the kids doing my job or growing my business.
0: Good stuff. I think I love the way that you plan it, you lay it out on Sunday. Yes, and your company pays you monthly too.
1: Yes, we right? get paid monthly. And I think
0: I think a lot of uh, problems I've encountered people who with companies pay them monthly is they wait to the last week to get going. But you actually plan it every Sunday. You have a list of people. And then throughout the whole week, you work through that list, right?
1: Absolutely. And it's funny you mentioned that. One of my direct team members asked me at the end of October, she said, Jennifer, what do you do differently at the end of the month versus any other day? And I said, that's the difference. I don't do anything differently at the end of the month. Every single day, I reach out to 10 new people. Every single day, I, I do my income-producing activity first. And then from there, work with my team and, and uh, you know, professional development. But every single day, it's that 10 new people.
0: Very, very good. Yeah. I like that. You don't do anything different at the end of the month. That's a good way no. to put it because it's all about a consistency. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What was the, uh, like a light bulb moment for you, aha moment, where something happened or maybe you went to an event and then your income really took off?
1: You know, shortly after that convention, when my income started taking off, when I started you know, realizing what I needed to do to get back where I was and beyond, uh, my husband got really, really ill. And it was a very challenging time for us. We live in Virginia. We had a lot of snow days. He was in the hospital, critically ill, not sure what the outcome would be. My kids didn't have school. I have three kids. So working to find care for them working to do what I needed for my husband Um, and there was no time for me and it was really interesting to see how this business it was it was so powerful in in our lives it was um, I was able to do Facebook while he was lying there I was I was able to do messages I was able to go out in the hall and take a quick phone call here and there And that month, my business grew 53%, and it was the first month that I was able to pay for all of our bills, and and God forbid that I should have needed to have done so, but it was so powerful showing that, gosh, this is exactly what I need in my life right now. There's no other business that I could do that I could get eight weeks off and it could grow 53%, that I could get the support and love from my team, that I could be able to still have my kids taken care of and still be able to have the money and the finances to do what I need for our family. Extremely powerful and and total aha of this business is so much more than I I ever even envisioned. Hmm.
0: What would you consider to be your uh, proudest or happiest moment in network marketing?
1: so you know this business does so many things it brings so many wonderful people into your life or people you had in your life before and one of my first team members has been a great friend of mine for for years and this is a business that would be way outside of her comfort zone as well something she would never think of doing and and shortly after i earned a vehicle uh, i earned a free car uh, in our company program she and one of her team members did the same thing. And, and we had her event and an, another event a, a couple of months ago with the, the other team members. And I said, gosh, as, as wonderful as it was for me to earn Alexis, it's so much more uh, exciting and fulfilling and emotional to have your team members do that as well. It's so exciting to see that happen for others.
0: Definitely. Um, no. You said that network marketing allows, well, you're one of the, uh, your favorite things about network marketing is allows us to give back more. And I think that's one of the reasons I love network marketing, because I, I have three beliefs. Number one is like network marketing helps us unleash our unlimited potential. And number two is it allows us to give back more. So can you share a little bit about that, giving back, and how network marketing has in, in affected you in, in, that, in that area of life?
1: You know, one of the things that I really love to do is I really love to be able to be part of the community. And so it's enabled me, you know, there's there are obviously dollars that we have a little bit more expendable income that we envisioned visioned as we grow in our network marketing businesses, but we also have that time. And so I'm able to be with the kids before and after school, which means that I can be part of their school, I can be part of the coaches for different things that they're doing. I can be part of the community, our local chamber. I'm I'm very active in the local chamber and some business gr- women's business groups and and I have my own networking group that I bring women together. So it's it's also it's the money that we're able to do, but it's also that time that we just cannot get back, which has mm. been really really
0: incredible where do you see network marketing headed to because you have a very interesting story your academia most people think people with phds are into school it's like, kind of like the rich dad poor dad then the poor dad yeah. attractives more school education education right yet you were open to it right away right do you how where do you see network marketing do you see more people open to this than when you first started
1: <laughs> I do, but maybe that, maybe that's that's my skewed vision. But I really I do think things are changing. I think in general people are open more open to entrepreneurial ideas than they used to be. I think with the changing economy, with the fact that pensions are not stable for people, people are not necessarily going to have pensions. People are not necessarily going to have stable require uh, stable retirements. I think there are so many people who don't necessarily want to work 24-7 now and not work again later. I think there are a lot of people who want to have their retirement look today like it will tomorrow, which is work some and play some and not wait until we're 60, 80, whatever to live the life of our dreams. And I think more and more people are realizing it's not the life of our dreams, it's the life of our reality if we want to make it be that because people are seeing more of us doing it and realizing that it's a possibility and realizing these are good amazing solid positive people why wouldn't i want to take a look
0: yeah now you you talk about like more people seeing you doing and you also mentioned your kids how old are are your kids by the way
1: they're 9 12 and 14 i have two boys and a girl
0: so three kids so can you share your daily routine how do you make it all happen but you go to the events and all that how do you make it happen when do you actually have time to build
1: you know, I generally all three are in three different schools. So <laughs> we have three different schedules at this point. The time when they're all gone is generally between nine and two thirty. So I really focus hard on making that income producing activity time. And then they all know there might be some times when I do some calls in the evening or I do an event here and there or some training on the weekends in general we try and do family dinner time between 4 and 8 and homework time every night so one of the things is they know if i say i'm doing a call they're very mindful of the fact that this is just just is not about me it's about the family this is about building their future their legacy what this means to all of us together and i've said that from day 1 said what are your dreams what are your visions and they've talked about where they want to travel, what they want to do. So they know this is a family business. Likewise, I've worked very hard at giving them the time where my phone, my computer is turned off. And that was something I did not do as well in the beginning, and we all suffered. So I think the hours of operation working and the hours of operation not working have been exceedingly important on both sides of of. of my business. Mm.
0: What, what excites you most about network marketing? now?
1: You know, I love the people. I just cannot believe the most amazing people I've encountered, the most amazing, positive, supportive people who just lift each other up. And I never envisioned truly what teamwork meant until I was in this business. Just the, uh, just inspiring, authentic, genuine, positive, excited People and I've grown so much from being part of that environment.
0: ML Nation, do you want to grow your business faster and make 2017 your best year ever? Then you must go to my training. No BS, no hype. USA in Los Angeles, or no BS, no hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. Now you probably already seen on Facebook. What people have said about my training workshops or the videos, what I've done in Australia, and now I'm bringing my no BS, no hype training to North America as well. This three-day event is on January 27, 28, 29 in Los Angeles, and will feature not only three days of training for me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can get up to $400 off. Yes, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super exciting for you as well. We're also doing our first major big generic training event in Australia in the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. This would be at least 10 times better, I promise. If you like my previous trainings, this will be at least 10 times better than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net slash events. Now, if you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthroughs for almost all the leaders came at an event. And now it's your turn to have that breakthrough. So go make the best investment you can today and attend No BS, No Hype. Go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. And I look forward to seeing you there. Fantastic. As we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. And the first one is what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
1: So I'm going to give you two. Um, One of them is John Quincy Adams If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more, you are a leader. I just think that's just a wonderful, wonderful quote. And the other one is for me that I thought I would share. Perseverance in the face of adversity is the difference between success and failure. Mm,
0: I like that. I'm thinking that's a good one. Well, what is one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: consistency, I think, has really been helpful. And that was something that was really important when I was working on my dissertation. You sit down for the first time in your life and you have to complete a project that's two years or give or take in length. And there's no coursework along the way. There's no exam. There's no whatever. And so you really have to cut it down into bite-sized pieces. You really have to look at it as a marathon. And I think that was great training for This business because so many people they don't want to get rich quick scheme but they want to get rich quick and when it doesn't happen as quickly they're wanting to quit rather than looking at this as a marathon and looking at this as consistently reaching out to five to ten people a day three to five years and your life will change completely but it's not always easy
0: Mm, i agree you know i always share that the consistency is like it's a muscle right Mm -hmm. and like uh, when you share about your dissertation, I, I mean, I'm not that smart. I haven't that PhD, but I barely. It's not share about smart. Exactly, it's not about <laughs> smart because I don't that. learn. I don't learn a thing. I don't remember I learned a thing from college. But the one thing I probably the most important thing I learned from college was not quitting. Even when I got Absolutely. the C, C minuses, I didn't drop the class. I, you know, there was times when I had to cram ten chapters in a week. But I got a C minus, but I passed. I didn't quit. I think that actually a lot of people, you're right, they don't want to get rich quick scheme, but they want to get rich quick. It just doesn't Absolutely. work, and so it's like every, whatever, whatever you do, just don't quit. I mean, whatever Absolutely. you do, just hang in there. Like as long as you make it, I think like what Jennifer says, it builds a muscle, and you develop the habit of being consistent and doing a little bit each day, but every single day.
1: Absolutely.
0: What's the best piece of advice you ever received, Jennifer?
1: That when when I started, when my sponsor, who I had never met. I remember on that first day, she's like, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. And I just told myself that every day because I would be completely overwhelmed of wanting to just share it all with everybody and start earning, you know, five figures right out of the gate. And I'm like, slow down, Can't eat an elephant in one bite, one training call a day, one five calls a day, just slow down because, you know, you come out of the gate 150 miles an hour, you burn out you burn out pace yourself can't eat an elephant in one bite and she told me that right from the beginning and that was very very helpful so applicable in our business
0: good stuff what is your favorite prospecting tool so say someone is interested it's a qualified prospect do you send them an online video or do you give out samples or do you do a webinar do you a three-way call what do you like to use
1: You know, I like to use all of them. And I think one of the things that we do is we try and find a formula instead Mm -hmm. of connecting with people. And I think sometimes it's really looking at individual people. Some people, yeah, I send them a sample and they they enroll. Some people, I get them on a call and they enroll. Some people, I send them a video and they enroll. I mean, everything you mentioned, I absolutely use. I absolutely use our third-party tools that we have but I think it's important not to just go in a formula. You always do X, Y, Z. I think it's important to build relationships and figure out which, what each individual needs. Mm.
0: Great answer. I think it goes back to people want to get rich quick. Right? Yes. One, one, quick, one thing, the magical thing that works for everything. I don't need to do anything else.
1: Right? Yes. It doesn't yes. work that
0: easy. Uh, do yeah. you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend?
1: You know, one thing that our team has done, which has been really great, we have a team Facebook page, which is really helpful, but we used a team messenger. So I created a messenger feed just for our team. And that has really eased up a lot on all of us and created a lot of leaders. I have team members right now. We're in just a couple of countries, so we're not in all time zones, but I know some of the people listening are in tons of time zones. And so to have people asking questions at all times of day and night. It's so helpful to have that messenger feed and everybody can start taking on leadership positions and be answering those questions and be helping one another out in real time versus just posting on a team Facebook page. Sometimes there are things too that, you know, don't need to muddy up a a team Facebook page. So it's really nice to have that messenger feed. That's
0: good. That's And that's uh, using Facebook Messenger
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I just name it, you know, our team name. Got it. Good stuff.
0: Uh, what is one book that you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: You know, I have two really, really helpful books. Again, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> one of them, and this goes along with what we've been talking about, is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I think it's just yeah. such a great read. It really shows some great illustrations on how if you consistently do whatever your thing is, you know, eating healthy, exercising, our business, whatever, the compound effect, it's that whole analogy of the penny. You start off with one penny and very shortly how it can compound compound versus if you get a million dollars right out of the gate. And the other one I really love is Simon Sinek's The Power of Why, and I think that's one thing a lot of times we forget to really connect with our why, because when you have a job, you have to go to the job or you're gonna get fired. With our business, nobody's gonna fire us, we're just not gonna get paid if we don't do anything. And if we don't get paid, we're gonna be less wanting to do something and we lose sight of why we even did it to begin with. And I think Simon does a really great job of laying out the importance of connecting with our why and how to do so. I
0: love them, I do some of my favorite books too, Compound Effect, and the, the Power of Why, right, by Simon yeah. Sinek. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And MLM Nation, if you haven't already, you can get a free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Jennifer, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from
1: scratch? You know, I think leaving my house, really, just getting out of my house. There are people all over the place. And no, you don't walk up to them and say, hey, do you want to join my business? But you start relationship building, going to the grocery store, going to the coffee shop, going to the bookstore, joining meetup groups, joining a chamber getting out of my house. When I started my business, I worked in an industry that was just me and a couple people behind a desk and a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily be interested in the products we have to offer. And so I I did a lot of that, just got out of my house, got out of the office.
0: What's the first place you'll go? Uh,
1: That is a great question. So it just depended. If my kids were with me, go to the playground. Connect with people and friend them on Facebook and make build relationships with them. Finding people on LinkedIn, uh, joining the chamber. There's a local coffee house where a lot of people hang out, and I've started to meet more people. Going to the school and volunteering there, there's just people all over the place. As long as you think about building relationships rather than, who am I going to get to join me? It's a very different mindset.
0: As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you?
1: Uh, listeners can connect with me if they would like through my email. It's Jennifer, J E N N I F E R J O McCune, M C C U N E, Joe McCune at gmail.com. Last piece of advice is really, I think, be patient know that if you continuously do this business in three to five years and you're patient and you're consistent, it will happen. Be open to, be open to that and be open to being coachable and it's going to happen. And that, that can be really hard sometimes that people are so excited about the destination. They don't enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey and all this business has to offer you and really know that it's going to happen.
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you may hang out with Jennifer McCune. So keep up the momentum and go to MLNation.net and type in McCune, M C C U N E. Okay, M C C U N E. Or just type in Jennifer at the search bar in the show notes or the Nuggets of Wisdom. And Jennifer's email and contact info will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Jennifer, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, and God bless you.
1: Thank you. You, too. Thanks for inviting me, Simon. Take care. Thank
0: you, Jennifer. Have a great one. Take care.
1: You, too. Bye-bye.
0: ML Nation, don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to my training no BS No Hype USA in Los Angeles or No BS No Hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. And right now you can save up to 400 dollars with an early bird ticket. Just go to MLNation.net forward slash events. Again, MLNation.net forward slash events. And I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation is Simon Chan and Awesome show from Jennifer McCune. Make sure you reach out to her. Go to net and ch- just type in Jennifer at the search bar or her last name, M-C-C-U-N-E, and it'll pop right up. Definitely reach out to her. Really good stuff. I think the big lesson here, because there's a lot of big lessons here, but you can't eat an elephant in one bite. Your mouth is not that big, right? You can't eat an elephant in one bite. But we can always take down the elephant in one little chunks, right? So that's how she overcame fear. She was so nervous. She got anxiety. She lost like 10 pounds. She wouldn't even eat, but she was so nervous. But what she did, talked to five people a day. And time management wise, she set the time up, right? When the kids were gone, specific time where she built the business, right? When she was uh, at her job, you know, she gave up her lunch hour. Her lunch hour was the time when she make the phone calls, Right, every Sunday she planned out. I think that's something that's really good. Most people don't do that. You have a weekly, you plan your week in advance. Every week on Sunday she plans that these are the people I talk to, and she made it happen. Right? and during her downtime when she wouldn't, she had no one to talk to. That's when she listened to training calls in the car. So really good stuff. And it doesn't mean you have to listen to learn everything all at once. Just one thing at a time. You can't, again, you can't eat an elephant in one by Smaller chunks of time. You know. Um, Look at the small steps. I love it. And in, I think I feel Jennifer and I have a lot in common, right? Because actually, that's basically what I did. Every day from 4.30 to 6 p.m., I did that for two and a half years. I wouldn't say, do anything else. All I did was prospect. Saturdays a little bit more. And Sundays, I would plan. Plan out. I had a prospect list. This is the people I'm going to talk to. And that was basically my whole week. I had to reach out to these people and also meet new people as well. Now, talk about LinkedIn, okay? The LinkedIn... Uh, reaching out to people, and this could be social media, is her upline, who she never met, just posted something on a group, and I like you to follow follow on the process, okay, or the process, right? What she did was she messaged, she messaged this person, they messaged back, and immediately set up a phone call. Okay, a phone call is very important. You know, I always prefer the phone call and better than messaging back and forth. Jennifer was interested. Upline got her on the phone. Filtered it out. She was definitely even more interested. who was a good quality prospect, and did a three-way call so that that person was not doing the selling or presenting. Really important. Get you know, it's get the get create curiosity, filter, qualify the person, immediately bring it to the team and the upline. Let someone else present, and that's the, how she got started. Two days later, she was in the business. Right, really good stuff. Now, getting back to um, time, you know, consistency. I love it. This is something you should. You know, you should write down. She asked her, what do you do differently at the end of the month? You don't do anything differently. The end of the month, the beginning of the month, the middle of the month, it's just like the beginning of the year, it's holiday season, everything's the same. Do it consistently, okay? Consistently. And all champions have routines. Jennifer has a routine for her kids. When the kids are in school, that's when she's doing her income-producing activities between 9 and 230. And then... Uh, when it's family time, it's family time, but also it's a family business, letting the kids know it's a family business. This is actually very inspiring as I've talked to more and more leaders to share that. And like the kids know what the parents are doing, that it's all for them. Um, another thing, the habit of being consistent. So this is all about consistently eating the, eating the elephant. Don't quit, okay? It's because consistency is a muscle. Whatever you do, do it a little bit each day. The more you do it, you develop the habit. Someone, some people ask me, Simon, how did you become so disciplined? I don't see myself as born disciplined. I definitely was not disciplined when I was younger. But I've learned to do small things and do them every day. And the fact that I do a little bit every day was working out, or doing sit-ups, or reading. The fact that I'm doing it daily, it builds down muscles. So when you do other things, like you're building your business, you're doing it consistently. If you're doing a Facebook Live or doing a podcast, you're doing it consistently every single day. Two other good tips from Jennifer is uh, using the team manager, like a team message group on Facebook Messenger. Really good stuff, right? So you're always in the loop. Select group of team members on the message on a Facebook Messenger, the team message group. Good stuff there that you can definitely apply immediately. And also focus. Uh, you know, when if you're out there, you need to make prospects. Don't look for prospects. Instead, go out there and meet friends, build relationships. In the long run, I'm telling you, you may think it's slow, but build general relationships. In the long run. It will all come back to you tenfold. Awesome show again from Jennifer McCune. Make sure you go thank her. Jennifer McCune. Okay, M-C-C-U-N-E. And, uh if you like this, please take two minutes, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. The reviews mean a lot to us. Not, uh, also to the whole and entire MLM community, showing people how much people love Network Marketing, what an awesome profession this is. And I love it. You know, just hear about Jennifer how she's able to give back to the community. That's why I love Network Marketing. You know, three beliefs. Number one, it helps us fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, it allows us to give back more. And number three, it allows us to be better parents because we're always, creating, always leading by example. We're creating that legacy. So really inspiring. Thanks again, Jennifer, for sharing. And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the Facebook Lives. And thank you for sharing this. Go out there and make it happen. Remember, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. Go be consistent. Do it daily. Do different chunks of the the day. But do it every single day because people need to hear your message. People need your help. I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be in Network Market. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.